Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis. Oh, well, you're going to say some more? And we're here for the boardroom chat. <laughs> Hallelujah. We're so excited to be back. Hey, you kind of threw me over, y'all. <laughs> just keep talking Yeah, there. just seeing if you're listening. <laughs> uh, yes, praise He's God. listening. Yeah, I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> i tell you what, we are having a wonderful time around the throne of God. Last week, we talked to you about what does Jesus do when, for lack of a better way to say it, when he gets up in the morning? Yeah. What is Jesus' primary job? Well, Jesus has four jobs. Yeah. Number one, he's a high priest. Number one. Number two, he's a mediator. Number three, he's an intercessor. Mm -hmm. And number four, he's an advocate. So we've taken four parts of this because Jesus does such a good job. Now, last week, we talked about him being the high priest, and we used Hebrews chapter 8, verse 2, that he was a high priest of the sanctuary of the holy things. And what does he do as a high priest? He takes out crude petitions and supplications and makes them beautiful to the Father. Because sometimes we pray some very dumb, stupid prayers. <laughs> so you have to go to part one to understand that. Then I told you that he is touched with the feeling of our infirmities. Right. And I, I appreciate that, my Lord. If he took your infirmity, that's why he, he can feel it. Yeah. Why would you want it? Then I said he has separated man from Satan's kingdom, which that's means good. you don't sin every day like the church world says. Right, right. And then number four, he has obtained eternal redemption and carried his blood. That's why Mary couldn't touch him because he had not yet went to the throne to pour his blood out on the holies of holies. That's his primary job right now as a high priest. But his second job is also a mediator. Mm -hmm. So if you got a Bible or an iPad or whatever you use for scripture, would you go with me to the book of Hebrews, chapter 14, verse, uh, I want to read verse 14. Seeing then chapter that we- four. Yeah, chapter four, verse 14. Mm -hmm. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that has passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmity. I was talking about that uh, last week. But was in all points tempted like as we, are, as we are yet without sin. Verse 16, here's the mediatorship. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Mm. Now, I want to talk about him being a mediator. Why do we need a mediator? Well, first thing first, number one job, his, the second job, very first thing he does, he introduces us, the unsaved man, to God. Hmm. He's a high priest. He does all these things. Then he says, now, Heavenly Father, this man once was this. Now he is born again. He introduced me to the Father God, hmm. to the presence of the Holy Spirit that was now living inside of me through the personage of Jesus Christ. So, so you can write that down. He introduces the unsaved man to God. I'll never forget when Jody was born. Well, I said when Jody, Jody is the only one out of all of us Cajuns that was born in Texas. Jody is a Texan by birth. She was born in Arlington, Texas on, at Arlington Memorial Hospital, Spittle, on October 25th, 1971. I had no family around me at all because all my family lived in New Orleans and Kathy's family lived in Homa. Well, to make a long story, as soon as we could, we got on an airplane. I think it was six or eight weeks later, and we flew home so I could introduce Jody to my family, and you could introduce Jody to your family. Mm -hmm. So when I walked into my house, I'll never forget it. I walked up to my mom and dad, and I said, what do you think? <laughs> and mama said, she got the Duplantis look. Oh, yeah, she Duplantis to the core. You know, like, I mean, that's my family. I introduced Jody to my family. Mm. When I got born again on Labor Day weekend, 1974, because he's my mediator, mm -hmm. God, Jesus Christ, introduced me 
to the father, and I said that last week. He said, this is Jesse. I was a newborn babe just like Jody was. What do you think, father? This is Jesus talking. And father said, he looked just like you, Jesus. <laughs> made in his image, made in his likeness. Yeah. That's what I did when Jody was born. Mm -hmm. Then after we finished that, we went over to Kathy's house. And we introduced Jody to Kathy's mother. And she said, she looks just like a car wreck. <laughs> Isn't that Kathy's something side. how the family looks to see their attributes in their child? Like God looks to see our, right. att his attributes oh, in right. us because they're in there. That's why we needed a mediator, see? Mm -hmm. He introduces the, un the unsaved man to God Almighty. And we need that today because right. now this is what Jesus does. Jesus is a very busy individual. <laughs> his number one job is a high priest, but his number two job is he's a mediator. mediator. So if you don't know the Lord today, he will stand and in it, you give your life to God. He will introduce you to the Father God. Mm -hmm. Also, he's a carpenter. A lot of people say, why was he a carpenter? Well, he goes to prepare a place for you. That's in John 14. Yeah. And he knows how to build a house. So you got a place, you have a residence mm -hmm. that you're going to live for eternity. And what a and, blessing And we God. needed a mediator. Amen. Oh, yes, we, indeed. We couldn't go before the Father without the blood of Jesus. His blood is what makes it a, a possible for right. us to stand in God's presence without any shame or yeah, guilt or anything. Right. We've been made whole or righteous because of him. Well, see, a sinner needs a mediator. Right. You see, you just, you just need to because no, nothing unclean can come before God Almighty. That's why the Father could not look at Jesus who was on the cross. Why? Even though he said, Father, why hast thou forsaken me? Because my sin was upon him. Mm -hmm. You know, your sin was upon him. Think about that for a minute. So at that time, we didn't have a mediator. Only the high priest could go into the holies of holies once a year. Now we can come boldly to the throne of grace. I got to read verse 16 again. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace. I want you to read that in a different uh, translation, oh. Kathy. Unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. In other words, when you go in there, you're not by yourself. You got Christ, the hope of glory, standing right by you, my Lord, to say, Father, I introduce this man to you. I introduce this woman to you. It's wonderful to have a mediator. Oh, yeah. You know, my, my God, because see, sometimes you don't know what to say, but he does. Right. Would you read that in a different translation, please? Okay. Uh, it says... In what the, translation is that? This is the Amplified Translation in verse 16. Yes. Let us then fearlessly and confidently and boldly draw near to the throne of grace, the throne of God's unmerited favor to us sinners, that we may receive mercy for our failures and find grace to help in good time for every need appropriate help, and well-timed help coming just when we need it. Yeah, mercy if, uh, because of our failures. Mm. Instead of judgment, don't you think you need a mediator? Don't you think Jesus knows how to talk to his heavenly Father? Uh -huh. Now remember this, number one, last week we ministered that he was a high priest. Now I preached this sermon over 40 years ago. And number two, oh man, a mediator. Think about that. Yeah. You know, sometimes Kathy is a mediator. When Jody messed up, she would come to me and say, Jesse, I got to tell you this. And she stood up for Jody. I didn't even know what was going on. And vice versa. There was times that I was a mediator for Jody when her mama was mad at her. You know, I'd come in and do something. You know, well, you know, you know kids do things. You know, it's just common sense. So all of us need that mediator. You know why? St. John 14, and I love it. Verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. If Jesus is the way, you can't get lost. Right. 
If he's the truth, and he is, I mean, if he's the truth, there's no way he can lie. He's not, he's not a truth or some truth. He is the truth. And if he's the life, the devil can't kill you. Yeah. Now, that's an amazing statement. That is a great statement. I have another scripture for you. Yeah, Just, go ahead. First uh, Timothy chapter 2, verse 5, yes. says, There is one God and Ooh. one mediator who can reconcile God and humanity, the man, Christ Jesus. He gave his life to purchase freedom for everyone. That's the New Living Translation. That's of the that Second verse. Timothy what? Second Timothy two verse five. Well, that proves what I'm saying. That's yeah. his second job. See, uh -huh. now think about that. We do need that, and it's such a blessing of the Lord. Now, the Holy Spirit's job is just to comfort us, to guide us, because He only says what the, He hears the Father say. But but Jesus has got a lot of jobs, right? And that second job, which is the mo His first most important, High Priest. His second most important is mediator. I am the way. If Jesus is the way, you can get lost. If he's the truth, you cannot be deceived. That doesn't mean that deceiver is not out there. You cannot be deceived. And if he's the life, the devil can't kill you. Why? Because death and life is in the power of your tongue. God gave you that power in yourself to live or die. It just depends on what you want to do. Hmm. And you know, now watch it. You come boldly to the throne of grace. Listen, in the old covenant, people couldn't do that. A goat had to sacrifice his life. And then they would do the sin, put the sin on the goat's head and send him out in the wilderness. Right. You see what I'm saying? I mean, you know, was, a goat has a family. That's why they, they, they are a herd animal. But he couldn't even get with his family. He had to be sent out completely. Right. But Jesus said, I will stand and believe with you, for you. And if you don't know what to say, just let me do the talking mm -hmm. and I'll do it. What do you think about that, Kathy? I like it. Read that scripture again in 2 Timothy. Okay, I was already at a different verse. Okay, well then we'll get another. No, no, I'll find it. 2 like Timothy that. is a great verse. I was we'll finding other places where mediator was there. Yeah. Second, uh, it was, uh, I think it was 1 Timothy. 1 Timothy uh, chapter 2 and verse 5. I thought it was 2 Timothy. Well, 1 Timothy. No, it was 1 Timothy. For, I'm sorry. For there is one God and one... This is the King James Version. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man, G Christ Jesus. Woo, glory. And then the uh, New Living... I read the New Living Translation first. Let me see which another one. Well, let's see what the Passion says. Uh, the Passion says, uh, verse 5, For God is one and there is one mediator between God and the sons of men, the true man, Jesus, Ooh, the man. anointed one. And that, that, ladies and gentlemen, you can't lose. Jesus not only saved us, died for us, mm -hmm. shed his blood for us, forgave us of all our sin, but right now, right now as I talk, he's a high priest here. Mm. He's a mediator. And then next week I'm going to talk about he's an intercessor. And why do you need one? And then he's a lawyer or an advocate. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is good stuff. I mean, my Lord, and you'd be surprised how many people don't know this. Right. We preached this 40 years ago. Most people have forgotten. Yeah, they think they have to go to God on their own merits, mm -hmm. but we don't. No, we no, go no. to God based on what, not what we did, but what Jesus did. That's right. Our, our access to him comes when we believe in Jesus as our personal Savior. Right. Then he wipes our slate clean, makes us pure before Amen. God so we can go before him. And then he gives us the power to be able to live a holy life right. before God. That's why he says, come boldly to the throne of grace. Mm. Boldly. Boldly. Why? Because you're not going by yourself. Right, right. Why? Because he's the way. He's the truth. He's the life. And I like that. You know, I, the devil's tried to kill me so many times. I've been down in three airplane crashes, 
And, you know, people get mad at me because I own my own plane. Well, now I know when I get on that plane that <laughs> it is safe. Right. Uh, my mechanics make sure that everything's working fine. You right. could say they are my mediator mm -hmm. between trouble and me. Right. And they fix all that before it ever goes wrong or bad in any way, shape, or form. Right. And, you know, last week we were talking about the high priest, and we were in Hebrews chapter 8. Uh, back in he also back in Hebrews 8, it talks about Jesus as being the mediator. Yeah. Later in verse 6, this is the King James Version of Hebrews 8. It says, but now he hath obtained a more excellent ministry. That's right. By how much he is also the, the mediator of a better covenant, which was established upon better promises. See, there's so much evidence that what I'm talking yeah, to you today. It's true. And last week on, on these boardroom chats. I mean, we're this not what by he does. ourselves. That's why he said, my peace, I leave with you. Yeah. My peace I give you. I will never leave you or forsake you. Right. That's here and there. Yeah. What you've often said is we, we, we want to know who Jesus is, but we also want to know what he does. I he is he the does. spotless son of God. He is our savior. But what does he do? Well, he's our high priest and he's our well, you know, I've had some people say, what do you do for a living? I say, I'm, I'm a preacher. And then some that are very religious say, well, what do you preach? Mm. See, only, not only want they to know what I do, but what do I say? Right. You see what I'm saying? And when I realize, that's why I, I can come boldly through the throne of grace and say what I got to say, because I have a mediator. Mm. Do you, and, and I don't make no difference what the devil says. We don't listen to a fool anyway. We listen to Jesus Christ and him crucified. Anybody that would leave God has got to be a complete idiot. And that's exactly what Satan did. We're not going to listen. Thinking either. that he could overcome God, but he couldn't see. Because all he was was a created being, mm. an angel. You often say. You know what God is? I am that I am. Amen. I always was. I is. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was God. And the Word was with God. I is. In other words, it don't make no difference, buddy. He's been there. Well, your mind can't conceive it. Mm. Lord, how'd you get started? Everybody starts with a beginning. He said, I've always, I've always been. Mm. That's a powerful statement. Mm. And for angel that was created by God to think that he could overcome that mm. because God gave him a little power. Yeah. That's Isn't that amazing? Now, you know what? He committed the unpardonable sin. He has no mediator. That's mm -mm. true. That's true. Can never do it. Bible said, once you willfully sin, there remain no remission of sin for you. Mm -hmm. Now, some people say right now, well, you know what? I've willfully sinned. No, you haven't. No one's ever sinned alone. Hmm. See, you got a tempter tempting you to sin. Satan didn't have a tempter. He said, I will exalt myself above the most high God. I will sit in the congregation of the north. I'm going to cause a revolution. See, he had nobody telling him to do that or being tempted that that's a willful sin. We never sin alone. We always got a devil trying to make us do something this that's wrong. That's why Jesus is a high priest and a mediator. And that's why God extends his mercy to us. He oh, knows yeah, what, a blessing. what we're dealing with. Well, you know, when I first met Kathy, I was actually, uh, uh, I was a mediator. Really? Yeah, because How? I was supposed to introduce you to Matt's. <laughs> To Matt, okay. he, we, was at the, we was at the Legion Park swimming pool, public swimming pool, uh -huh. and he wanted to meet you. Now, I didn't know who you were. I had not, that I know of, I'd never seen you, I've met you. Uh, now, he had seen you before. Evidently, you had come to the he pool. He always remembers the very moment he saw me. I do. I remember <laughs> the very moment because I was trying to get Kathy with my friend. So he wanted me to introduce her because he couldn't talk good. He was, you know, he, 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 he was kind shy. of freeze up. He, he was, was shy. very shy. And I never was shy about nothing. So that's when he pointed, I said, and her all five sisters come walking out of the woman's locker room, you know, to go to swimming. And, and uh, I said, well, which one's Kathy? And he said, the one in the middle. And, and that was Kathy. And so 
we walked over there. They were all in the pool. And I walked and said, hello. I said, your name Kathy? And, you, and normally Kathy was just as shy as Matt. And she wouldn't say two words to nobody. But she would talk to me. First, yes. I said, well, hi. I want to introduce you to my friend Matt. See, I was the mediator. Right. You see what I'm saying? Of course, Matt act like, a, you know, because he got so shy. And Kathy was shy. But yet Matt could talk to me with no problem. Kathy could talk to me. With no problem. Yeah, you were a mediator also for my brother and her her. Uh, his, uh, introduced his her wife. brother to his wife. Uh -huh. I'm pretty Alma. good at that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I can talk, you know. And uh, my daddy said I, I can argue with the fence post. <laughs> you know. He used to say you could sell a Jew across. <laughs> yeah, that, my daddy said that boy, that, my, my boy Jesse, that boy could sell a Jewish he had man a lot across. Of I'm funny telling you. Statements about you. <laughs> yeah. He said, "Don't ever hide." If you ever run away, you could always hide in a barbershop. Oh, yeah, my hair was you. so long. He said, boy, don't ever, if you run away and hide in the barbershop, we'll never find you. Because <laughs> I just wouldn't cut my hair. I wanted long His hair. dad was Long funny. hair, beautiful hair. You know, I was just like, I was just like, but I, so watch this. Her brother, I remind, this, this is 1960. Well, four, Five, probably, six, huh? 64, 65. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe 63, 64, 65. And I, and I knew her brother and... Uh, he was shy, and he wanted to meet Alma, who I happen to know Alma because I worked in a, in a, at a drugstore. They used to had soda fountains in there, and uh, you know, and I would make malts and milkshakes. They called you a soda jerk. Kathy said, "No, you're no longer a soda jerk. You're just a jerk." No, no, like, <laughs> a, she used to tell me that all the time. A joke. I forgave her, you know. <laughs> I pardoned you, you know that kind of okay. stuff. And uh, so I said, "Well, I said, Daryl, it ain't gonna happen unless you talk to her. Well, maybe you know a rule. Why don't you try to introduce? Help me out here. In other words, fill in the cracks." A lot of people call me to go on television shows and say, Jesse, the planets can fill in the cracks. You know, you say, if you, he's like a cat. You throw him off the roof, he's going to land on his feet. Well, sure enough, Alma came in with her two friends. I knew them real well. Uh, I used to see them every Thursday, you know. And, and uh, you know, in those days, you had a cherry Coke. Remember that? Oh, Jesus, that was something, you know. And uh, so I made them all a cherry Coke. And there Daryl was. So I said, Alma, come here. I said, Alma, I want you to meet Daryl. And she didn't know what to say. He don't know what to say. I said, this ain't going to work. I said, Alma, get up. And she got up. I said, go sit by Daryl. I said, now, Daryl, y'all just look at each other. Eventually, y'all going to say something by just looking at each other. <laughs> and you know what? They got married. And I mean, and uh, Daryl always, he's in heaven now. Uh, I appreciate his feeling. Both, both of them are. And he appreciated He said, boy, Jesse, I just can't thank you enough for that. See, I was a mediator. Now, watch this. Jesus knew I would come to the knowledge of God. So, <laughs> because, I, because he knows time. He knows what's ahead and what's, what's in the going on and what's behind. And he introduced me to the Father. Mm -hmm. That's good. And in such a wonderful way, without no shame. I love the way the no Trinity fear. works together. It's like the Holy Spirit draws mm -hmm. you. Right. And Jesus introduces you it to the saves Father. You. No, Jesus saves you right. through his blood. And the Holy and Father gives you a place to live. <laughs> Handles everything. The Creator. They work together. I am that I am. Now, you think about that. That's a wonderful that's thing. That's good so stuff. that's why he said, he said about Jesus, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Let me go back to that. Jesus is the way you can't get lost. So many people, how can you get lost if you know Christ? If he's the truth, you cannot be deceived. How can you err? Hmm. It's when you listen to other voices other than his. Hmm. He said, then I'm the life. How can you die? When the Bible said death and life is in the power of your tongue, you speak death, you're going to die. You speak life, you're going to live. He's all those things. Hmm. And that's the most wonderful thing to me. You know, people all the time, I get a lot of, uh, you know, people asking me to come and preach. How do you know which one to go to when you have thousands of requests? It's a very simple thing. My sheep know my voice. And a stranger, 
they will not follow. So what I do, I'll take a list of them and, my, and I'll say, Lord, where? What do I do? And I don't care if it's a big church, a little church, convention center, hotel, ballroom, whatever. I'm going because God told me to go. People say, how can you do that? You know, you know, I travel all over. I don't charge anybody anything. And, and uh, uh, I will receive an offering, but not to meet my expenses. I pay, we just pay everything. Why? Because it might be a small place or it might be a big place. People say, well, you know, you just can't get a good offering in a small place. It only takes one person. Just one person. One. Now, you think about that, see? Somebody obeying. Right. The mediatorship. So the reason why I've never had a financial deficit, because the Lord has, Jesus Christ has told the Father of God, you bless Jesse. Because he's a giver. Mm. Oh, and he loves to do it as much as you, Father. For God so loved the world. See, Jesus knows. I'm going to say it like this. Make kind of straight. Jesus knows how to press the Father's buttons. <laughs> for lack of a better way to say that. You know what I'm saying? I know how I can make Kathy real happy and I can make her real mad. I know the buttons to press. <laughs> See what I'm saying? And vice versa. If you're married, you'll understand those things. So that's what I mean by me me mediatorship. That's the right word. I think I said that correctly. I think it's must be. And, uh, we'll and make it. read that scripture again in Timothy. I want you to get that again, if you don't mind. But, in 1 uh, Timothy? Yeah, wherever it was, it was 1 Timothy. I thought it was 2 Timothy. No, it was 1 Timothy chapter 2. Yeah, it's, verse it's an amazing five. statement. This is after he's your high priest. Right. In other words, he, he, he's batting for you, man. You're batting a thousand. You understand? You got Jesus on your side. And you know it's about salvation if you read the previous verses. Oh, yeah. But I'll just give me read just verse five, if or you, you want the previous verses? Well, yeah, if you'd like to. I know you will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, verse three says, for I thought you were going to read verse five. I will, but you just said <laughs> if I want to. If I you can, want to, she's going to read the whole Bible, y'all. I'm going to drink a glass of water while she's doing <laughs> Not it. Not the whole Bible, but <laughs> I'm going to start in verse three and, and four instead of just five because it leads into it. I got you, it. Go ahead. I'm, I'm you, are you there yet? I'm there. <laughs> It says, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of truth. How many men? For all. How many men? All men, How many meaning men, mankind, Lord? men hey. and women. All. Uh, to come to the knowledge of the truth, for there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Jesus, Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. That's powerful. That just proves what I'm saying. Remember last week, and you ought to go over this a bunch of You use this as a study guide. Yeah. That he's a high priest. Idea. Number good one idea. job. Learn that. Can't go to the, the throne. High priest. And then a mediator. So instead of worrying about all that stuff that you've been worrying about, you ain't got to worry about any of that. You know why? You got a mediator. You got a high priest. And I won't tell you, say, he's for you. I used to tell Jody when she was a, a young girl, I said, Jody, if you mess up, don't run from me. Run toward me. Now, I may not like what you've done. But I always got your back. I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. Now, I mean, I like what you do. Don't run away from me. Run toward me. You see what I'm saying? Mm. That doesn't mean I'm going to like what you, you do it. But I'll tell you one thing. I'll always have your back. And that's what Jesus, he always has our back. It's the most amazing to me. When I went out in the ministry, i never forget. He said, I'll supply all your need. Actually, he gave me the greatest statement I ever had in my life. And that was in 1978 when he said this to me. He said, I didn't ask you to pay for it. I ask you to believe for it. And I want everybody to listen to me when I say that. Not only did I believe that, I put it past belief into knowing. Mm. Boy, and there was many times it didn't look like it was going to happen. That I was going to go hungry. Uh, I wasn't going to meet the need. I'm going to have to hitchhike home. 
I never went to the house. I never got back to the house that I was not blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, blessed going out. I ran out of gas several times. People, a lot of ministers stole my offerings and took things and was supposed to, never fed me sometimes for five days. I was preaching five days. Mm -hmm. I never said a word. I never complained, not bragging about that, because I knew my God would supply. Yes. And God would send someone who I never knew, some were angels. Mm -hmm. Bible said you entertain angels unaware. Yeah. Some were just rank sinners who took care of me. You see, that was Jesus doing those things mm -hmm. for me. Yeah, he was leading them to do that. Remember you you even made fun you made fun of your mother. Remember you gave her something you said Oh, yeah, I was a sinner. I used to I bought a I bought a, you know, my, my mom and dad didn't have hardly nothing. I'd buy her some nice I say, um, I say, Mama God didn't give you that. Jesse gave you that. She said, you stupid fool, you don't even realize you're being used by God. <laughs> and it's so the truth. even then he was the mediator to yes. meet her need through you. That's right. So God can use anything yeah. and anyone that he chooses to. And I'm we, telling you, man, it's the most amazing thing to be a Christian. Mm -hmm. why, wouldn't you, why would you want to be anything else? Now, I'm not being critical of other religions, but the Bible says the only way to the Father is through him. I didn't say that. Don't get mad at me. I just repeated what he said. Just that simple. Mm -hmm. And I like that. And that's why I can come boldly to the throne of grace. That's why I'll step out by faith. And you talk about, like I'm on the top of the water, and, and, and the place where I'm standing is 10,000 feet deep. And don't sink a half an inch. Don't even sink. Mm. Just keep going because he's that meteor. And he's always saying this, God, you stepped out that boat. See, if you stay in the boat of religion, you only meet disciples. Yeah. You get out on the water, you're going to meet Jesus. Mm -hmm. Think about that. I mean, that's the most amazing thing. Go ahead, yeah. Kathy, keep talking. Well, to I was just thinking about you when you said mediator, stepping out on the water. He was a mediator for Peter, who he stepped out on the water. Mm -hmm. He didn't drown because Jesus was right there. How so many he times was a mediator. you stood, you introduced me to people. You was the mediator, and I didn't even know anybody wanted to talk to me or something like that. Right. And yet you, you set up something right. for something to happen. That's so true. And Jesus is that way. I believe that he is... He has connected us on purpose for his purpose with many times. He's confined us. There was those what we call divine connections. Uh -huh. I call them that. And we meet up with people of like precious faith. And it's, it's a lasting connection. And so we realize that God ordained those connections. I believe that God has ordained this connection, Amen. this chat, if you want to think about it that way, that we're, we're, connected, you know, we're connected because God has, has purposed it that way. You know, I wanted to do all four jobs in one boardroom chat. And I was thinking... The Lord said it's too big. Too That's big. why I'm breaking it down in four. Same yeah. thing with giving. Remember when I did the four, four types of giving? I could have done it in one boardroom chat, but you need to get into each one of them. So I did it in four boardroom chats. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm doing this here today. See, so when you understand, I, I call it Jesus of four jobs, but you could call it the present day ministry of Jesus Christ. Right. This right. is what he's doing now. We already know what he did in the scripture. Right. That's been recorded. We're not talking about what he did. We talk about what he's doing I think it's now. wonderful when you think about how he loves us so much. He wants to be personally involved with our day-to-day -day interactions That's with right. other people and ways to get the word of God to us. To get God is getting information to you. He's, I hope that you're learning something from these chats. We try to have a different subject every time. Every time but this yeah. is an in-depth study Wait, about these four jobs We don't even Jesus. study the subjects. I just come in. Or you come in, and I don't even know what I'm going to say. And the Lord drops something in my spirit. I was doing a boardroom chat. And the Lord dropped this in my spirit right at the a end. A different one, right. Totally different. What I'm saying now, I was told, doing a totally different boardroom chat. He just dropped me. He said, next time you, I want you to do this. Yeah. 
I said, okay. Because you know what? He just doesn't make any mistakes. Right. I've made a bunch of them, but he don't make any mistakes. Mm -hmm. And if when I made a mistake, he takes my crude petition, puts on his high priest robes, and makes it beautiful to the Father. Yes. In other words, he fixes a lot of your prayers. Yeah, that's right. Sometimes we pray wrong. I, you, got, you got to go back and get to the first one there. Yeah, the high priest. True. And he fixes them. And but he now said, as a mediator, boy, of the better covenant, the new Ooh. covenant, which is much better oh, than yeah. that old covenant that they had all these rules and regulations that they could never meet. But here in this new covenant, we believe we we access this new covenant by faith, and the only law really in this new covenant is the law of love. That's Jesus right. taught. He says, "The new commandment I give to you, and that it's you love one another as I have loved you." See, I couldn't marry Kathy without a mediator. Right. I wasn't allowed to by the state of Louisiana. I had to have a minister or a priest. Now watch this. We were standing facing him. He was in the middle of us. He was between me and Kathy in a sense. And we were making a vow before God. Before God and man. Yes. But I needed that He was that heard in heaven as well as on earth. And I, I love what he said. Do you take this one be your love for the wife? Yes, sir. He said, by the power, invest, uh, by power vested in me by the state of Louisiana and God Almighty, that's what he said. Right. I now pronounce you man and wife. Mm -hmm. Then he turns to me and says this, you can kiss your bride. Wasn't allowed to do that before. The connection had to come together. Do you understand what I'm saying? So there are times when you need a mediator. When you have a baby being born, you need a mediator. Somebody going to deliver that baby. <laughs> and usually it's not the one that created it. If you notice that, you know, no, it's not the husband. Now, sometimes it has happened, you know, I, I understand that. But as a rule, a doctor or what they call that, a lady that did Midwife. A midwife or something. You got to get in, in, in the middle here. And all that kind of stuff, you know, you know, it's just amazing. You know, when Kathy, y'all know Chrissy and Kathy, when they do those glorious livings, Chrissy is in the family way. And it's getting bigger by the way, <laughs> you know, and that's part of it. But you see what I'm saying? There's going to come a time when her husband, Luis, who created that baby with her, that doc going to say, get out of the way. They need a mediator. Get out of the way. He's bring, the mediator. Bring and little then Sophia when, into when, the world. Yeah, bring Sophia into the world. It's a little girl. <laughs> when they're going to be born, they, the first person going to touch that baby going to be that doctor. The second person going to touch that baby they, is, it, they may put it on uh, Chrissy. It, it depends on how they do maybe that. Maybe a nurse. A nurse, probably a nurse. Second, and then the third, they'll put it on the mother. So the bonding starts. You see what I'm saying? But the time will come. Now watch this, which, which won't be long. Then Sophia will be presented to Louise. You see what I'm saying? And I know what's going to happen to him. Bam! I mean, he's going to connect that, hard there. Why? <laughs> you look, what would that look at? Oh, you got to understand. What did you mean by that fist bump? For the I mean. <laughs> this, yeah. For the rest a, of your a life. A connection, a you, strong connection. A, you, you're going to take care of her. Mm. You'll die for her. Because she's you and your wife. She's a totally different species. Created by you. But now, you, and I'm going to tell you something. It happens to every man. He says, I got to, you know, a lot of, even when you're crazy, man, I got to quit playing around. I got I to gotta make a living for this child. I got to do this. Well, when we got born again, the father, bam. I, I just get very forceful with that. He said, I will take care of you all the days of your life. And Jesus said, I'm sticking with you. I'm going with you. Never alone. That's a mediator. It's wonderful. It's beautiful. It a blessing of God. I, I mean, I, mean just, I, don't, I know I'm expressive in the way I think of that, but that's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. So number one, go back to part one. Mm -hmm. He's a high priest. High priest. Most, most, this is present day. Mm -hmm. This is not when, been, now. Yeah. And because number two, he's a mediator. Yes. 
Did you enjoy that today? Thank you, partners, for helping us bring all these boardroom chats. Thank you for helping us reach people, change lives one soul at a time. We always give people an opportunity to give. We're not trying to get something from you. We're trying to get something to you. I won't tell you something, but a seed's a seed until it is sown. I don't care if it's a big seed. I don't care if it's a little seed. It's still a seed. But when you sow it, it turns into a harvest. Mm -hmm. When you got your wife pregnant, sow the seed, right? What happened? When that baby was born, harvest. But that's only the beginning. That's your child. That child will give you grandchildren. <laughs> Those grandchildren will give you great-grandchildren. Yeah. Keeps going on. Yes. And all of a sudden, a dynasty is created. A family. Mm -hmm. Isn't that amazing? So, partners, thank you for helping us put more people into the kingdom of God. If you'd like to give today and you're not a partner, or if you're a partner and you want to give, go to jdm.org. You can hit the donate button. That's our website and give that way. Or you can use PayPal if you like. Or you can go to text to give and do a one-time uh, gift or a recurring one if you want. Or you can mail in an old-fashioned donation like through the mailbox or whatever, how you want to do that. I hope you do it because I'm not touching any of your money. I will not be lazy with your seed. 100% of what you give goes into world evangelism. That's what this is all about. But remember this, as you go to bed tonight, I got a high priest. That's right. And you know what? I'm never by myself. I have a mediator. Mm -hmm. Now, next week, we're going to talk about being an intercessor. Mm -hmm. Why do we need an intercessor after we're born again? Mm -hmm. That's going to be a good one. Yeah. So until next week, this is Jesse and Kathy saying, see you soon. God bless you. Bye-bye.